It is Wednesday, November 23rd, 7.37 p.m. We had a league member, the Galactic Empire, bring a child into this earth. Everyone clap it up for the Galactic Empire. Good job, Galactic Empire. Uh, it was a wild week 10. Lance Refrigeration has a culture problem. We'll go into that. Special guest, Ben. Welcome, Ben. So, no, no, what were you going to say? What is up, Nick and Drake? Thank you for having me on. It is a great pleasure. So. Bro, you are so welcome. So we're going to go over week 10, everything that went down. So let's tune in, chill out, and let the good times roll. Welcome into the DNZ Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Drake. We are without Zach here this week, but like Nick said, Ben is here. Ben, little Benny boy, my little brother. First time on the pod. Ben, welcome in. How are you feeling here today? Day before Thanksgiving. Oh, we're feeling a little dangerous. I'm ready to talk a little sports, get a little insight here from you two, and just see what's up. So, yeah. Thanks for having me. Right Come, on. Coming all the way from Dallas just for this podcast, so we're, we're really stepping it up on our special guests. Straight from Dally. Yep, it was a fun week of football here in week 11. Um, it's the uh, it's MV Pat show going on right now. Patrick Mahomes, I think that was my biggest takeaway from this week, is how he is just clear-cut favorite for the MVP at the moment, and I really don't see that changing. And, I mean, the Chiefs are looking fantastic. Who would have thought? I mean, I think all of everyone, us probably. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure everyone thought, but the Vegas, outside of Kansas City, though, right? Which those people are dumb. I mean, this is just like every year they pick the Chiefs to not win the league. They ha- they've never picked the Chiefs to win the AFC West, which is hilarious. We almost have that wrapped up. It's barely Thanksgiving right now. I d- I bet we have that wrapped up in two, three weeks. The way things are going, and we're been dealing with injuries. We had Juju out. We had Tony leave the game early. And I think it just solidifies Mahomes even more. Is he really doesn't doesn't matter who he has out there, as I guess as long as he has Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes is the best one of the best quarterbacks, if not the best quarterback in the NFL. And we're in Week Twelve, coming up on Week Twelve. This is, and we're really starting to see that rookie wide receiver class also start showing out. Traylon Burks had a big game this past week. George Pickens had another big week. Sky Moore finally flashed a little bit as well. Olave, Olave. He might look like the best wide receiver in the class if you were to put together rankings right here today. Drake London only had one catch this past week, but it was for a touchdown. And I think we with Christian Watson, continuous back-to-back games as well. So this 2022 rookie wide receiver class is awesome right now, and they're only going to get better. And it's just super exciting to see. Oh, I mean, and uh, what's his name? Detroit. Uh, Jamison Williams. Yes. He's coming back soon, I think. Yep, he was activated off IR, so he should be back and practicing here pretty soon. Um, but that could be a nice extra surprise. Yeah. Who has him? That's uh, Arrowhead Choppers. Arrowhead Choppers. I think a, he took him with his first round pick, I believe. Hmm. Well, is there anything you want to just lay out for us, Drake? Anything you want to get off your chest? You know, we mentioned some good things. It's a, well, almost Thanksgiving. That's another good thing, but... Uh, the bad news, last refrigeration and just me, fantasy week this week was not one of the best. I finished three and three in my six I, leagues, I had a good but week. 
I, I was I was hopeful in the beginning because I saw that I was matched up against the War Boys in two separate leagues, hmm. and that did not go well. I actually, ended up losing both, both, of, both those, of those <laughs> yeah. both of those both, matchups both games. because we don't tank. Fucker. We're we here at the War Boys. We don't tank. We will never tank. Uh, we bring it every week. Uh, our players work so hard at practice. They come. They uh, they're early. They stay late. They hit the weight room hard. Well, Ben, how uh, was your fantasy week this week? Oh no, 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 no! You're not escaping this this easily. But what what happened? You said you weren't even paying attention to the other league, and all of a sudden, yeah, bam! No, I really wasn't. Um, I obviously had CMC rolling, and I honestly didn't even care what CMC. I didn't even think it really mattered. But you obviously had George Kittle going in the OGAG league, and uh, yeah, George Kittle had a fantastic game. It just nobody wanted to tackle the motherfucker in Mexico. And George Kittle fucked me. Yeah, dude, on on the sports gambling side of things, I needed one CMC touchdown. I had most of the game to get that, but they just kept busting off big plays. They never even operated inside the red zone. If I had a CMC touchdown, you might have lost that league, though. It, it would have been worth it because I would have made about 300 bucks. Ooh. <laughs> so I fucking would have taken that. But uh, beating you twice is awesome. Uh, we even got to go on our... Uh, Debo versus Ayuk rivalry that we've had forever. You're winning the the season right now, but uh, I think you should have done what we talked about. So he had, going into the end here, I just had Debo going. He had Colt McCoy and Ayuk going. So I texted him. I said, if you were a real man, you would bench the quarterback and let Debo and Ayuk sort this out. He wouldn't even go for that because he has no balls. I was already down 10 points. Still lost. Still lost. Maybe if they were just like going head to head and started out with a tie. But why, why would I ever do, you do that? You think you would have? Okay, these let's wins say if right we now tied, are so crucial. If we were dead tied, would you have had the balls? Fuck no. I was not going to leave a starting spot blank, no matter how ballsy you think I might get. I don't know. But Ben, how, how many leagues are you in? Um, I'm currently in two leagues. I would say I'm a pretty novice kind of fantasy football guy. So. Right, right. This is probably like my first year. I'm really investing time and whatnot, but um, just getting used to kind of managing a lineup and whatnot. But I've had some pretty big injuries, such as Jamar Chase and and whatnot. So I've just been kind of. Hey, you got Clyde going on IR in one league, I think, and yep. Mike Williams hurt again. Yeah, well, we got a full injury report here, but did. You're, how many leagues are you in, Ben? I'm in two, two leagues okay. currently. Did you, uh, how'd you do in week 11? Did you um, lose in both, win in both? I think I took the L's in both leagues this week. I am 4-6 and six and 5-6 and six in the league, so I'm just right, right there mid-bottom of the pack. So I'm just hanging on. Just And you got both both your leagues on Sleeper, too. That's what's up. Sleeper's yes. the best the best to use. Yeah. But, I mean, you were saying you're still trying to figure I mean, there's a ton going on with Sleeper. And it can definitely be confusing, but once you really get it figured out, like just the amount of things that you can do and tools that it has, I love Sleeper. But I mean, you're pretty new to it. How do you feel about it? Um, yeah, like like you said, like there seems like there's a lot of tools that you can utilize, kind of like Excel a little bit. But right, um, I think next year I'll be a little bit better equipped, and I just need to put in a little bit more effort i've been i will say i have not been putting 100% <laughs> effort but no I that's have on seen, me that's on me i have some, seen some people on buys in your starting lineup and 
I've started to Ooh, check your rosters you out. before a game starts just to easy, help you out. Easy, easy, this is easy. what this is what losers do. They have to bring others down. But yeah, I mean my my fantasy fandom has Thank just you. has only gone up year in and year out, and you're just kind of where I was a couple of years ago, I'd say. But uh, let's get into the injury report here. Let's fly through it. Quarterback Justin Fields left shoulder injury. I think it was actually like a dislocated shoulder, something to the AC joint possibly. But he's questionable for Week 12, and um, I. Don't think it's likely he plays, but uh, he is questionable. Matthew Stafford, concussion. He is out for week 12. I think it's Bryce Perkins that is going to end up getting the start for the Rams against the Chiefs yep, on Sunday. I've, I've never heard of that guy. So did he, he go to school? No idea where Bryce Perkins went to school. I'm going to look that up. He played a little bit last week when uh, Stafford went down with that concussion. Um, so How did he perform? Like, who did he... <laughs> I don't. They ended up losing. I'm pretty sure, but I don't think he's. Any, I mean, he's technically the third stringer, but the the Jack Wofford, whatever that dude's name is, the actual backup, he's hurt as well. So third stringer going up against Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City. We got uh, Bryce Perkins. Looks like he spent a little bit of time at AZ State, and then he finished up at Virginia. R.I.P. Okay, so he probably wasn't a drafted guy. I'm not going to look that up. I don't. Uh, I don't think he was. Someone in the I've never comments, heard his name. look it up. Let us know. Bryce Perkins. Yeah. Was he drafted? No, Matthew Stafford. Just uh, do you want anybody in L.A. on for fantasy? Probably not. Our running back Joe Mixon concussion protocol as well. He's questionable for Week 12. Running back Clyde Edwards-Alaire a right high ankle sprain. He lands on IR out for four to six weeks. And it is uh, the Pacheco show for here on out. Pistachio is what I like to call him, but super excited to maybe see that. Clyde, his carries were only going down. Pacheco really does look good. I'm not trying to just be a a stan here, but I saw someone tweeted. They said every time Pacheco runs, it looks like he has the invincibility star from Mario Kart. Right. And yes, just yes. If you see him go, it looks like he's going so damn fast, slipping through holes. So, uh, better than Clyde. He's better than Clyde. Running back Chase Edmonds has also has a high ankle sprain. He lands on IR. Same time frame for as Clyde, out four to six weeks. Jalen Warren, hamstring injury, likely out for week 12. This has to be good for Najee Harris. No backup running back there, splitting carries. Wide receiver Wandale Robinson, torn right ACL. This one hurts. He had a really good game in week 11 and tore his ACL and is out for the season. That was one name we didn't even mention when we were talking about the 2022 rookie wide receivers earlier. Wondell Robinson had a breakout game here this week, but uh, tore that ACL. Wide receiver Kadarius Toney, hamstring strain. He's likely out multiple weeks. So same old story, it seems like, with Kadarius, unfortunately. the It was a lot of hopes for him with Juju out, and... Just didn't come to fruition, but Sky Moore really stepped up. So this might be Sky Moore season right now. I know Juju's most likely back, but we're still going to need something from Sky Moore. Dude, speaking of uh, the Tony injury there, did you guys not notice So how many people got hurt in that Chiefs-Chargers game? And you never really saw any of them. All of a sudden, the announcer would come on and say, Tony, out for game. Sneed's on the sideline. And you're just like, wait, what? Right. Dudes were getting ruled out left and right, and you never even saw anything on the field. Um, we never were even throwing to Tony. 
Was he a decoy? He got hurt early on. I don't. I don't when I think did Tony, he come off? Tony barely even played. It was in the first half. I don't mm-hmm. know exactly when. But uh, in that same game, like you're saying, wide receiver Mike Williams aggravated his right high ankle sprain and that he's been missed a lot of time with, and he's possibly going to be out for Week 12. Wide receiver Rondale Moore had a groin strain the first play of the game Monday night and is likely out for Week 12. Rondale Moore really fucked me this week. I just needed a decent performance. He's been putting up like 15-plus the past two weeks, and he gets negative points here this past week. And then uh, tight end Kyle Pitts. Just a shit show continues. Torn MCL. Lands on IR. He's out six plus weeks. One of the biggest disappointments in fantasy football this season. And for Kyle Pitts, I mean, at at least you're not forced to start him anymore. And you're able to pivot and try something new. So that's the end of the injury report. Let's get into the news. Not a ton of news here. And just kind of a lot of... few quarterback changes that have happened here this week. Davis Mills and Zach Wilson have both been benched. Kyle Allen is replacing Mills, and Matt White seems to be the one that's going to be replacing Zach Wilson. Um, I mean, I don't care for Houston perspective, but Matt White coming in for the Jets, I think this certainly helps Michael Carter, helps Garrett Wilson, and I, I'm pumped because I've got a lot of those guys, and I think Matt White is going to be better for this offense. Yeah, he definitely could be. Um, I'm surprised. So they're not even dressing Zach Wilson for this game. They're like, you need to take some time away. So most likely stemming from that horrible post-game interview that he gave, which I'm sure was just wildly taken out of uh, context. I know we went and talked to the team and whatnot, but you got to be smart enough to know how to give the right answer would be my refute to that. he had an opportunity to have the right answer, but – just for him and how he said it, I mean, the players probably did not feed into that very well. And it's no longer the Zach Wilson Wilson show. Um, so moving on to news, Jamar Chase is expected to play in Week 12 against the Titans. Watch out, Jamario bros. Exactly. So That's the Bengals piece there. coming off of the bye. Nope, they, did, they didn't have a bye week this week. But uh, should have Jamar Chase back. That's going to be good for you there, Benny Boy. What Do you have him in uh, the Pitt alum league? Uh yes, Pedalum League. Nice. That's where you really need need him probably. You got Clyde going out. You need more firepower. It's yeah. not like Clyde is anything that special. I've been, I've been pretty light in that wide receiver role. He kind of been carrying me the bulk of the season, so it'll be very helpful. To right. Have yeah. Hopefully he's a hundred percent. Hopefully he's a hundred percent. Doesn't just come back and re-aggravate it and miss another week or two. Because I mean, we're in week twelve. Fantasy playoffs start in week 15, most places. Like, these are the most important games until the playoffs it's happening right now. Nitty gritty. Exactly. And we mentioned it earlier, but Jamison Williams, JMO, designated to return from IR. Excited to see what he's capable of in the NFL. And another interesting news Rams wave Daryl Henderson, and then the next day is claimed by the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, was really shocking. It kind of reminded me of the Melvin Gordon release, which happened just a few days before. And Melvin Gordon is teamless, but Daryl Henderson got scooped right up. So this is just super interesting. I mean, is Cam Akers going to see more run? I mean, I know they have that backup running back too, Ronnie Rivers there, who was kind of looking explosive 
this past week. But uh, maybe this is good for Cam Akers. Time will tell, but um, not interested in Daryl Henderson or Melvin Gordon whatsoever. But uh, last thing here I've got is the Odell watch. I think Odell's going somewhere, and probably the Cowboys. But we should have some news on that in the next week or so, which will be super interesting. And maybe the Chiefs make a move. I doubt it, but that would be fun. Yeah, I would venture to say I would put my money on Dallas. That just seems like a perfect fit. Um, I, I think he wants it just to be somewhere warm and on a really good team. So that's what separates New York from Dallas, who's probably in that second place. Right, and he wants to win, and, and Dallas looks really good right now. Yeah, their defense is dumb good. I That's one. Do you have any defenses in any of your guys' leagues where you're like, I'm not dropping these guys? Because a lot of leagues, I just shuffle Ds each week. But no, I've held on to the Cowboys' D. I really like the uh, Eagles' defense, especially down the stretch here. They've got a really good schedule. So I'm, I've been hanging on to the Eagles' defense specifically for down the stretch in a couple leagues. And then I've got, in LOC, I've got the New England Patriots. And they're fantastic to have for defense my it was crazy this past week i lost to you obviously right nick and I, I had saquon barkley put up five points and dalvin cook had nothing either but what kept me in that game was the new england patriots had 17 points on defense they had that last end, end of the game punt return that i got points for and then my kicker tyler bass had 23 fucking points this week for a kicker so that was uh, super interesting. I've always kind of been a hater on kickers and defense and fantasy. I I got we're in one league, the other league you beat me in this week, Ogag League. We don't have a kicker and defense in that league, and I kind of like it. But when your kicker and defense are putting up fucking thirty points, forty points be, between the two be of a them, big swing. I mean, def- defensive scoring is fucked if you ask me. So. If you have just a solid defensive performance, that's going to do just as much for you as a Travis Kelsey going for three touchdowns. Right. Do you like kicker defense, Ben? Do you have a one way you prefer? Um, I had the Broncos D early in the season, and they really came through for me on a couple um, occasions there. But I kind of um, parted ways with them, and I got the Chiefs D in the league, and then the Packers D at the moment. So I'm just. Do you like messing with it though? I mean, defense is there. It's so hard to predict, right? I mean, kickers are maybe a little bit easier to predict because you get the ones that are on good offenses, like Tyler Bass. That's going to have a lot of opportunities, but unless you have one of those top defenses, it could be a real pain in the ass. Yeah, sometimes I'll tune in and I'll just see uh, whoever I picked up last week to play defense is now playing Buffalo or some shit, and I'm right. like, shit. Yeah, I think it's just like a real shot in the dark whenever you're you're looking searching for a D and whatnot, like. Just gotta like roll the dice a little bit. Sometimes it works out well, and then sometimes you're like, "Damn." Yep. Defense when they come in for you strong. I mean, you like them, and then when a defense puts up negative points, you don't like it. So I think we're ready for the fastest two Nick's fastest two minutes here. Nick, oh are you ready to rock and roll here? Always. Alrighty, let's see what happened this week. Week eleven of LOC. All right. In our first matchup, we saw the culture problems reemerge for Lance Refrigeration as they go down to the We Don't Tank War Boys. The fridge couldn't get anything going behind the arm of Colt 45 McCoy or the legs of Dalv out Cook, and coaches were seen arguing with players mid-game. 
It was all war boys as Amari Cooper Cup explodes for 31 and Believo Samuel reminds his owners to keep the faith. When asked for comment, Fridge quarterback Kenny McCormick Pickett said, I'm fucking hate playing for Lance Refrigeration. The culture sucks. War boys, 164. Lance Refrigeration, culture problem. Moving on to our tilt of the week, it was the surging galactic empire celebrating the creation of his brand new star with an absolute decimation of the fading JT and company. The Empire led the week in scoring as Travis Scott Kelsey gives us goosebumps every time and Tony Soprano Pollard shouted, Hey, I'm flossing here. With Tyreek Hill on by, JT and company had no response. Galactic Empire 196, JT and company 141. What? Our next showdown featured the London Bridge picking up a bounce back victory over Team RDC 22. You know it's going to be a good week when your kicker goes for 22, but the bridge employed a balanced attack across the board. Sawson Austin Eckler played his part, and Jalen Hurts so good combined with Mahone Boy for 48. RDC 22 goes back to the drawing boards as three running backs combined for just 13 points. London Bridge 140, Team RDC 22 109. What? Our next matchup featured an upset for the ages as the Ramondra Raptors take down the Sunshine Squad in a five-point affair. It was ugly across the board as both teams scrapped for points. Curious George Kittle and Ice-T Higgins combined for 68, but it was Justin Rainbow Sherbert Herbert's steady 22 while George was ripe for the pickings. In a twist nobody saw coming, Daniel Pac-Man Jones leads the Raptors to clear skies over the Sunshine Squad. Ramondra Raptors 131, Sunshine Squad 126. What? Rounding it all off, we have the surging Arrowhead Choppas taking down the Jamario Bros. Don't call it a comeback, but the Arrowhead Choppas have won three straight and now sit at six and five. It's a low point for the Jamario Bros at zero Dark Burrow and large man Derrick Henry combined for half his points and his total score was only 112. Lance Refrigeration can take some lessons from the Arrowhead Choppers as he's getting the most out of everyone on his roster. The Choppers are officially a team to look out for. Fuck you, Nate. Arrowhead Choppers 164. Jamario Bros 113. What? Damn, dude. That was aggressive at Nate there at the end, but my God. Choppers, three game winning streak. Are you, are you going to call them up? See what, what he's doing to build team culture, morale? Yeah, I'm. You he's, know he's got his boys <laughs> fighting to the very end. Your dudes are this fucking culture problem won't go away till I win this whole thing, huh? I, I don't know. I don't know. You got too many egos <laughs> in your locker room. Dudes are showing up late to practice. Some dudes are skipping workouts. You got coaches and players arguing in the middle of the game. I mean, what's going on? I don't know. We got to get together here this Thanksgiving. We got we got to get together, play as one. Realize that it's a it's a team goal that we have, not an individual goal. And I think if we Put the team first. We should be just fine here for the home stretch. Is, is that your is that your strat? Are you bringing all the boys out for a big Thanksgiving dinner together and say, "Hey, let's all remember what we're all here for." Exactly. I made a last uh, second acquisition before the trade line, deadline went by, so that probably pissed some people off. Excited about that. that probably pissed some dudes off in your locker room. But before we start talking about, well, there's another trade that went on too. Before we talk about these trades here in LOC. Nick, what's your season record here? I mean, you do picks here every week for our league, our League of Compromise. And 
you are how how what was your weekly total here this uh, week? We went two and three for a second consecutive week, which Uh-oh. puts me at thirty and twenty five. So still in the green, still in the green, which is great. Um, I picked Lance Refrigeration to beat the War Boys. That didn't happen. The Go- one time you don't pick yourself. Hey, I kind of moved away from that. Yeah, you, now, really, you really have. Now I'm feeling a little cocky going into my next picks. So uh, Galactic Empire over JT and Company, got that right. London Bridge over RDC22, got that one right. Uh, Sunshine Squad, I had beating Ramondra Raptors. Close game, didn't happen. And Jamario Bros, that was just a low point. And the Arrowhead Choppas are the one of the hottest teams in the, in the league. Not as hot as the Empire. Yes. But... They're, right there with them. They're frisky. But the surging Jamario bros are no longer surging, no, it seems. No, Sorry. Sorry, Jamario bros. <laughs> it's not your fault. Blame Jamar Chase. Hey, he's back, though. It could, it could totally change this time next week. So let's get into some LLC headlines. So we got a couple trades that happened before the trade deadline on Monday. Uh, first one was between me and Zach, uh, the Lance Refrigeration and Reminder Source Rex. Um, I traded away Buccaneers rookie running back Rashad White to Zach for uh, Titans rookie wide receiver Traylon Burks. Um, I'm really running back heavy, and I've I've got good wide receivers, but I needed a little bit more depth, I thought. I mean, I I was kind of just a trade itch. I wanted to get one out before the trade deadline just to make it feel like I did something, but... Um, I'm a big fan of Rashad White. He was one I mean, of my... That's a big move, just to feel like you did something. Especially when... Yeah, I mean, obviously, wide receivers do usually stick around a little bit longer than running backs usually, so that should be in Burke's favor. But I was a big fan of Rashad White in the offseason when we were doing podcasts about the rookie class coming in. He was one of my sleepers before the NFL draft, got drafted in the third round, went to a good offense. He's a really good pass catcher, and I'm a huge Rashad White fan, but... I'm also a big Traylon Burks fan. You already so, made the trade. You don't have to keep talking him up anymore. I know, but I'm still, I've got him in another dynasty league. He's still my guy, but Traylon Burks is also my guy. I didn't even see that this happened. I'm reading this right now. You're telling me the Empire? Yeah, Jared made a whoa, trade. Whoa, I mean. He's had a baby and everything, and he made a trade all at the same time. Yeah, so Mixon and Cole Komet yep. to the Choppas <laughs> for Deshaun Watson. Yep, Jesus. so Galactic Empire needed the quarterback help with just Aaron Rodgers there, essentially. I know he's got Jared Goff and Matt Ryan, but uh does seem like he might sure up that quarterback one and two spot now at this point. I mean, we know how good of a player Deshaun Dude, Watson makes is. Chop is dangerous as that's scary. I know Chop has already been going on this tear, and you're telling me we just gave him Joe Mixon. He doesn't have Damian Pierce anymore. But he does have, he's got Cordero Patterson, Najee Harris, and Joe Mixon now, I believe. And obviously adding Cole Komet, I think he was a little bit struggling with his tight end position, rocking with Dawson Knox for a few weeks, desperately trying to trade him away. But uh, Arrowhead Chop is now looking at uh, Najee Harris, Aaron Jones, Joe Mixon, and Cordero Patterson for his running backs. Seems pretty solid, and obviously Justin Fields is dealing with that shoulder injury. But is Arrowhead Choppas destined for a little bit of a, a run here and making the playoffs? Yep, they're already on it, for uh, one thing. So, um, yeah, he bumped up two spots in our rankings this week to get up to number five. He's one of two six-and-five teams on that three-game loot winning streak. 
So, yeah, a guy we've kind of dogged on, had a rough start to the season, is putting it together right now. And Justin Fields, so barring what happens with that injury, but that's like your perfect case scenario. This was I had this going with Dak a couple years ago where their defense sucked. So you're always just the whole game in the fourth quarter, you're throwing the ball, you're getting garbage time points. Now He hasn't really been doing garbage time points, but he's just constantly having to push the full needle of the offense for the full four quarters, which you don't get that a lot of times with some of the really good quarterbacks, but it pays out. Yeah, I'm going to plug this in to keep trade cut here real quick. I mean, this trade seems to help both sides tremendously, especially when you're just looking at the here and now. But um, you plug it in to keep trade cut here, select super flex. It does kind of favor the Joe Mixon, Cole Komet side of things. But, I mean, Joe Mixon is an aging running back, and he's only 26 years old. But Deshaun Watson has got the most value out of all the pieces here. And I... I think, and especially at a 10-team Superflex League, we haven't had many trades go through involving quarterbacks. Especially pedophiles. There, Aaron Rodgers was traded away for a first-round pick. I traded Mac Jones for Zach Wilson straight up, which, tell me who won that trade, because probably nobody. But Right now, the one with the starting quarterback won yep, that trade. Yep, that's a good point. So it, it's we haven't seen a ton of quarterback trades, and I think you would really need to overpay to get a quarterback, even if it is a guy like Deshaun Watson, who we haven't seen play in almost like two years, but we know how good Deshaun Watson is. And he's got decent weapons there in Cleveland. Amari Cooper had the best fucking game of his season. Right. That was a big thing for a war boys here this week. Him Cooper and Olave both went crazy. Zeke went crazy. That was brutal. Zeke got stuffed at the one yard line and then just kind of spun off it and scored. And I was yep. so pissed because I thought he got stuffed. But, uh, yeah, motherfucking war boys. But, yeah, last two trades that went out before the end of the deadline. Trades are always fun, um, especially during the season. I think I make more trades in the off season, though, honestly. But, Ben, have you done any trades? Nick, did you do any in-season trades here no, this season? No in-season trades because I've already... Um, I, I I don't have anything. All of my good pieces are, are young and pretty untradeable, and I'm in a good spot moving forward. I have the draft capital I want, and I have good young players that I want. So things just haven't gone my way this year, but we have plenty to work with moving forward. So yeah. I did not make any in-season trades. Yeah, and I can't say I've um, made any trades or accepted any trades. I got some pretty uh... – jokes of trades people trying to heat check me right and whatnot but i just declined that shit and i kind of just ride with my team use the waivers to my advantage and kind of just go from there right and you're in two redraft leagues i i I think i've heard people say it's easier to trade in redraft leagues than it is dynasty because i mean dynasty is forever but i honestly have a harder time making trades in redraft than i do in dynasty I don't know if I'm an outlier there, but I haven't made any trades in any of my redraft leagues this season. Yo, so in my dad's fantasy league that he does every year with the same guys for like decades now, they, so theirs is redraft, but they have this shit where if you want to uh, pick up someone off the waiver wire, you have to throw into a pot. Like you have to pay every time you do that. Yeah. I'm wondering how much that would change everything especially for a you who just lives on the waiver wire yeah i do have a ton of transactions you're actually able to pull that up 
and sleeper and look at that and see how many transactions teams have had. So I can pull it up here in the league history. So let's see. Yeah, total transactions. I'm at 80 total transactions since we started this league in 2021. Okay. And then the next closest is 66 by Nate. That's probably Nate. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking A. I've got the most messages out to people as well. And then third third place is probably not even close. No transactions. uh, Zach is there at 63. So just three under. What's fourth? Big drop. Uh, let's see. When does the big drop happen? There's a there's a I'm couple, probably last. There's a couple fifties. There's three fifties. There's a there's two high forties. But the lowest one is the Jamario Bros at eighteen. <laughs> so eighty transactions for me, and eighteen for Graham there the past two seasons. And he's only two. But it is dynasty. You. you you definitely use the wave wire much more. But it's I mean things change. So it's always something to be messing with. Let's see. What other LLC, LOC headlines do we have here? Um, there was a narrow victory. Reminder Source Rex beat the Sunshine Squad by five points. I think it was a little less than five points, 4.9, I think. And, we round uh, here. Right. But uh, Brooks continues to slide along with JT and company there, continuing that losing streak. And the first place team has been swapped out yet again for us here this season. And... London Bridge back at number one. He's up one game over everybody else. He's one win away from clinching a playoff spot. And the War Boys just refuse to take last place as yeah, well. Yeah, we don't tank. I will never tank. And I'm also not going to be last. The RDC 22 is clearly, clearly the worst team in the league. It's not even close. It pisses me off. And you that have that I'm first even- round pick. So you're, yeah, I have his first round pick, so he's in a hole. You're almost locked in to Bijan at this point in time. But Jamario Bros also on a That's two sick. on a two game losing streak. Chapas we mentioned it three game losing winning streak, and then Galactic Empire on a five game winning streak as well. So very important next few weeks. A lot of movement. And for week twelve here, are we ready for your picks of the week here? Let's get to that so we can get to the segment with Ben. Yes. Yes. Okay. So right. uh, just rolling through it. War Boys, this is me feeling cocky right now. War Boys over the Sunshine Squad. Uh, Lance Refrigeration over Ramondra Raptors. Nice. That's a DNZ matchup there. Uh, Jamario Bros over JT and Company. And I hate that I'm going to have to do this at the end. Uh, Arrowhead Choppas over RDC 22. Nice. And Galactic Empire over London Bridge. This has to be game of the week. Galactic Empire's been in most of our games of the week, but he's I don't know what it is. It's timing. It, he's playing teams when they're hot. Um, these are two, probably the two best teams in the league right now. Lance Refrigeration. We'll see how that Thanksgiving uh, culture morale boost event goes yeah, yeah. for them. We'll see if they're back. Um, but, yeah, that's our game of the week, and those are my picks. Fire game of the week. I'm going to have my eyes on that one for sure. I want like 220 points each minimum from both of these guys. Dude, that's a lot of points. Yeah, I know. But it's Thanksgiving weekend. It's this time of the season. It's time to feast. This is uh, that league I won last year, my favorite one to talk about. It was about this time last year that the whole Bengals started going crazy and I started scoring stupid amounts of points. So someone's going to do that this year in this league. And. It could be one of these two teams. Probably one of these two. It'll be a Monra. He's going to go for 30-plus. 
on Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, love it. So let's let's get Benny Boy in here a little bit more. I know we we kind of been talking a lot about his our league, and Ben's not a part of the LOC, unfortunately. But negative. So you mentioned at the top of the top of the pod, you're in two leagues this season, and I mean, is this? You said you're you're fairly diving in, fairly new to diving into fantasy and all that good stuff. But who do you have a favorite player and a least favorite player that you drafted this season? Who's been really good for you? And then name another player that's just been absolutely dog shit for you. Yeah, for sure. So like, obviously, Jamar Chase was going off for me. That was pretty a uh, heavy hitter. But I will say one that semi surprised me. I did pick up Najoku, and he has he's been kind of picking up that uh, points for tight ends and kinda, yeah. Before his injury, he was fantastic. Yeah, and he kind of got me to the finish line and finished off some dubs. Also took a chance with um, DeAndre uh, Hopkins, so yeah. it's nice to. Uh, see him fairly involved but it kind of kills that kyler was missing especially last week but how many points did d hop put up this week with colt mccoy um he Should... had um 17 there in week 12 damn so not bad with without without kyler and there. Who, whatever d-back was guarding him called him steroid boy yeah it was charvarius ward i saw that he's like Yikes. i don't even i don't respect his game at all steroid boy or something like that but yeah you had to be super patient with DeAndre Hopkins, but now that you can plug him into your lineup rest of the season, he's a running he's a wide receiver one for most rosters. But uh least favorite, is there a guy that you, I think you've got Clyde, you mentioned Clyde earlier, and Clyde's pretty absolutely garbage, but is there anybody else that comes to mind? Um I would have to go with motherfucking Aaron Rodgers. Um he's just kind of been a little disappointment with his production a little bit, especially he's smoking too much ayahuasca. Or I guess he drink ayahuasca. <laughs> but he's smoking some other things too. I mean, I probably should have expected this somewhat with the weapons that he has there in Green Bay. Right, no Devontae Adams. But, I mean, I feel like you like see him, and he's missing some of those throws that he's made in the last couple of seasons. It's just like, is Aaron getting semi-washed? Like, how, how much how much longer does he have, I mean, in Green Bay and in the NFL? I mean, he is... Right. I mean, he was always the man. Um, everybody talks very highly of him still, I think. But I think Aaron is probably on the decline at least i mean i don't see him sticking around next year in green bay i mean it's certainly possible he's been there his entire career maybe he just wants to finish it off there but what if a team like i guess i don't know what would be a good example for that like the he should have gone to denver he should have gone to denver yeah going into this season that was the whole point they hired that would have been better for denver they hired absolutely I think the the Jets would be an interesting candidate to kind of go out and try and snag a veteran QB for a one uh, year agreement, essentially. And I think Aaron Rodgers would be super interesting. He just signed that fat contract, though, too. That's right. I mean, Jesus Christ. So I don't think things are looking too good there. So we were talking about the waiver wire a little bit as well, but um, do you guys have like your favorite wa- waiver wire addition on the season? I think... For me, a couple guys come to mind, um, and just kind of all throughout my leagues. Like especially right now, Jeff Wilson 
is looking really good. He was on a bye last week, but he is back this week. I really like Jeff Wilson. The Rondell Moore pickup, he's quietly had a breakout season, obviously down with that groin injury, so you don't like that for the next upcoming games. But what are some of waiver wire guys you were able to pick up? Any rookie running backs that broke out early in the season? What were some waiver wire pickups that really helped your team? Yeah, I got one here. I would say Kenneth Walker with the Seattle Seahawks. He really Damn. He really stepped up for my team. That was definitely a steal, I would say, off the waiver Absolutely. wire. Absolutely. And that's a, that's the family and friends league. We've got a small bench. Is that that's the right word in the family friends league for that Kenneth yes. Walker acquisition? Yep. Yep. Yeah, so yeah, it's it's one of those leagues where guys like Kenneth Walker do end up on the waiver wire after a slow start in the season. But yeah, Kenneth Walker, he is he better than Brees Hall? If we had a rank, I mean, if you put a ranking to the rookie class running backs, knowing Brees Hall's injury, I mean, it would have to be K-Walk as the best rookie running back right now. Yeah, you would have to just considering the injury. Um, without that injury, it's a pretty even conversation. I'm still perfectly happy about having Brees Hall coming back next year. And he was kind of on a... So Kenneth Walker got thrown into the fire and immediately just went off. Uh, Brees Hall was doing this whole little climb. He was getting better each week leading up to his injury, and it was getting really exciting. Uh, So I'd say they're about even, but Kenneth Walker has been an absolute animal this year. Uh, Michigan State product. It still saddens me having no Brees Hall on a week-in, week-out basis right now. Bringing in Matt White, as much as Matt White likes to dump it off to the running back, he did that a ton down the stretch at the end of the season last year with Michael Carter. Brees Hall would be feasting in this offense still, and it sucks that he had to go down with an injury. But uh, So, Ben, I know you saw those NFL quarterbacks as women. Mary fuck kill. Can you, like, um, like just starting quarterbacks? And- you got to give him three options. And then he can do Mary okay, Fuck fine. Kill. Okay, fine. Yes. Um, we're going to go with the Zach Wilson, Jimmy G, and Joe Burrow. Damn. All right. <laughs> they were all pretty fucking questionable when you're like, wait. <laughs> wait, this, this is an app? So I don't know. I'd like, like your thoughts. All right. I'd say I'm going to fuck Zach Wilson, marry Jimmy G. And then I'll fucking kill, kill Joe Burrow. Kill that dude, Joe. Jill, <laughs> Jill Burrow. Yeah, we don't. We don't. <laughs> Jill Burrow. <laughs> Jesus. Well, that was I needed to know. But I mean, Jimmy G. Like, I mean, he's a he's a handsome guy. Like, let's let's be honest. But oh yeah, absolutely. I think that would be every guy's answer. Every... He's a lady killer, I am sure. So. Well, right on. I, I don't know what to say. Well, he answered your question. That's exactly what you needed. Well, we've got Thanksgiving tomorrow. Four, I think, what is it? Three games on the slate tomorrow? Three of them. So you've got, who do we even have? The Buffalo Bills versus the Detroit Lions. It's the first game on the slate. It is a home game for the Lions. Lions have fared pretty well at home. Buffalo really does kind of need a bounce back game. I could see Josh Allen going crazy this week. Need Amon Raw to have a good week. And then that second slate, the Giants versus Dallas. Uh, in Dallas, the Giants are missing a ton of players on their offensive line. 
Missing some defensive players as well. I don't think this is going to be a very good game for Saquon, unfortunately. But it could be a similar game as last week for Dallas where they just obliterate their opponent. They played the and they played the fucking Vikings last week, and that game wasn't even close. All right. The play, the play for tomorrow. Hold on. There was one more game, New England versus Minnesota. That's the night game. Minnesota home game. And uh Minnesota needs a bounce back game as well. Go ahead. Sorry. Yes. Yeah, so the play tomorrow is Lions cover nine and a half. Cowboys money line. You might look at something else there because that's going to be a pretty. It might not be with the good Giants record, but I bet the Cowboys have some pretty good odds on them. Um, and then Vikings cover. That'll make you some money tomorrow. So if you're feeling frisky, you heard that here first. What should we call that? Um, the hungry Thanksgiving. Fuck me, guys. Help me out here. What's I don't that? know what, what you're trying to say. Parlay? I got to name my parlay. Your feast week. The Thanksgiving feast parlay. There you go. We feasting. Lions cover. Cowboys money line. Vikings cover. Right on. I'm excited to dig into rich. some good food, watch football here tomorrow and this weekend. We've got the World Cup going on. It's a fantastic time for sports. College basketball is going crazy. But uh, I think that'll do it here for this episode of the DNZ Fantasy Football Podcast. Benny Boy, thanks for coming in. Thanks for hopping on. We always love having new guests on here. But uh, Nick, thank you for your picks. Your fastest two minutes were amazing here this week. But uh, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Thank you for listening. You can catch us on pretty much all platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcast, and YouTube as well. We appreciate the listen. Give us a like, subscribe, and throw a comment down below. If you'd like, that'd be pretty fun. We'll check it out, maybe even respond. Who knows? But uh, thanks again, and we'll uh, catch you here next week. Peace.